One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did it get thirty? Thirty. How did it get thirty? How did it get twenty? Twenty. Twenty. How did it get twenty? Twenty. How did it get fifteen? Fifteen. 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 Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Morris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start! Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast, fresh off the back of a nil-nil draw at Notts County. And two men, amongst 450 other men and women, were there to uh, witness a historic afternoon. Uh, Meadow Lane. I keep nearly calling it Meadow Park all the time. Uh, ben Barrett, Dave Coates, welcome back. Hiya. Hello, hello. Historic nil-nil draw, eh? That is, uh, <laughs> that, is, that is quite a setup you've given us there. Well, it was a record-breaking National League crowd, so I, mm-hmm. I think that makes it historic, doesn't it? It was, it was. And can I say that as we were walking back to the car afterwards through the hordes of 16,000 people, I've realised that Ben doesn't walk through crowds of uh, opposing supporters very often because he very loudly <laughs> proclaimed uh, uh, nil-nil on your big day out on at least three or four <laughs> occasions. And I thought to myself, the wrong person hears this, we could be in trouble. But uh, is, that why you, is that why you shot off through oncoming traffic to get away from me? I, I did shoot off, yeah, and I... I just, like I said to you then, I, I saw space and just ran into it. Yeah. So, Like a good striker. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like Malachi Linton, just yeah, there to ruffle some feathers. Set some fires, rattle some cages, then put the fires out. Absolutely, yeah. You don't want to cause unnecessary fires, do you? Absolutely not. So how how was your afternoon? Let's talk about the crowd, talk about the atmosphere. What was it like being in a stadium that was full? Of supporters, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. it wasn't. I did. 
I don't know about you, Dave, but I didn't feel like 16,000 people were there. No, no, it didn't feel like that. Except for when you looked around, you thought, oh, quite a lot of people here, isn't there? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was the typical thing, I think, wasn't it, of home crowds? Because we all know we, we, we do it, get away fans where you get like 30 fans turn up and they'll sing and jump up and down um, all game. And the 2000, whatever it is, we get in a home game, say nothing. And, and it was exactly the same, just backed it up by several quantities to uh, to make 16,000. So, yeah, it, it, it wasn't a an amazing atmosphere. There was a, there were a few, there were a couple of occasions where they got the ball and they were going forward and there was a fair old noise coming from it. Not not the kind of noise you're used to listening to uh, supporting your oval town. I think there were a lot of kids as well. Felt like a lot of kids, especially in the family stand quite near to where we were. So it just didn't feel like there was... I could see 16,500 people. I couldn't really hear them. No. It was, it was a strange atmosphere. It was good to see that many people in the ground supporting a local team, without question. Fantastic achievement for, for Notts County. And they would have hoped to have put on a bit more of a show to, to entice a few back. But, yeah, it was an odd atmosphere. But the atmosphere in the way was great. Yeah, absolutely was. Yeah, absolutely. Considering that, in reality, we had very little to cheer about in terms of attacking play anyway. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, even, it, we even had Ben singing and clapping by the end of it. He was, uh, he, he, he went from being quite angry in the first half, like the first, the first 10 or 15 minutes, it, there was lots of shaking of the head and I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> well, talk, look, let's, let's dive really deeply into that then, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Why was Ben so angry? Um, I wasn't angry. You're over, overplaying it slightly. Um, it was just, it became very clear very <laughs> early on that we were shutting up shop. And I'm talking first five minutes. I think they had, they had one shot early on, on three, three and a half minutes. We were already camped inside our own 18-yard box. And it's just the realisation of, ah, that's how we're going to do this. And already we're thinking, can we hold on? Which, after the game was all explained and was all fine. And what I thought was, was quite good is that I don't think I was the only one that felt a bit like that in those first 10 minutes. But very quickly, what I thought was really good about the away following was that we followed, we started to cheer the things. Once we sort of got behind that idea of this is how we're going to go about it, a tackle was cheered as if it was a goal. When the team needed, were properly under the cosh, the away fans seemed to get louder. And it was just, it was a real feeling of being behind a team that had a game plan. It just took 10, 15 minutes of that game plan to really become sort of obvious of actually we are setting up for the nil-nil. We are parking the bus here. And it's almost like somebody flicked a switch as if to say, right, we need to help these guys park the bus. And so that's where the atmosphere in the away end really started to sort of kick into gear was, was when they realised that this was how we were going to go about it. And we needed to get behind him. I remember one one Chiori Johnson tackle on the right-hand side, right in front of us. It might have been second half, right in front of the fans, was cheered louder than I've heard anything for quite some time. And it was just booted out for a throw-in. So we we set up with... Well, we were in the WhatsApp group, weren't we? And I was like, this looks like a back five. And you thought Chiori Johnson was playing right wing. Um quickly 
established that it was a 5 4 1. It's a 5 5 0 for most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Fisher wasn't doing much of the one. It okay. was a very narrow lineup as well. I'll say that. It was a definite flat five. And then the four in midfield was really narrow because there's no wingers. Oliver Bore is slightly more central. Matt Worthington's slightly more central. And then you've got Staunton and Andrew. So it was a very, very narrow four. And then Fisher up top doing his best, bless him. But yeah, more often than not, he found himself pulling further and further back as well. Was it was it a box? Was it a box midfield? I wouldn't call it that. I really Tra- it was it was trapezoid. Too, a line midfield. I think. Yeah, it was two banks. <laughs> it was four. two banks just Before. lined up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was very much backs backs to the wall. That first half, we certainly on the radio, it sounded a lot like one way traffic. I think yeah. did we have a couple of corners that uh, our our attacking intent seemed to be get the ball to Oliver Bore, hope he can run faster than whoever's with him, uh, and that was it really. And but and and he did on a couple of occasions, <laughs> didn't he? he? He broke away on a few occasions. He is pretty rapid that kid. But yeah. um, yeah. Uh, so uh, we we said after the game how impressed we were with him, despite the fact that he didn't really get to do a lot <laughs> because he didn't. But he. Jesus Christ, he never stopped running. Mm. Yeah. He's, I think he's quite good at taking the pressure off a bit because he'll get hold of the ball and he'll knock knock off a couple of players and just keep it yeah. for a little bit. He may not you know, do anything with it, but it just buys a bit of time and takes a bit of pressure off, doesn't it, at moments? Yeah, I mentioned, I mentioned it in my conclusions. Actually, there was a couple of times he was back to goal, sort of halfway line-ish, gets the ball, just holds it. We're not, we're not even talking a long period of time, 10 seconds. And... Then he gets tackled and we win a throw-in. And suddenly you're a minute, minute and a half further down the line. And that's the only respite that the back five kind of got in the entire 90 minutes. But we were set up for that. Yeah, I like him. He's mm, uh, He's got that. He's got that. Um, ev- everything that you want from a, an, an attacking player. I always cite the the original Paul Gascoigne as one of those players that just had the ball. It just like stuck to his foot and didn't seem you could go flying in on him, bash him around. He just seemed to have this, like a weeble, just being able to uh, uh, to run through people and hold off these. And he's, I'm not saying it's Paul Gascoigne, but he's... OG Gazza. I think he just did. Yeah, I'm saying he's got he's got that that kind of ability to uh, to run through um, people and uh, get past uh, get past tackles. But yeah. He did. He did say he was Gazza. Yeah, he did. He did. He's also showed his age a little bit, saying OG Gaza because <laughs> I just not like Gaza. anything no, after '96 Gaza for us. I, really, I, I, I've, I've been watching too many World Cup documentaries on BBC <laughs> iPlayer, uh, yeah, to realise it. But another funny thing that happened in the first half was um, Grant Smith was taking his time over his goal kick, shall we say? Very um, precise. Yeah, and the um, uh, and the home end, which was behind him in the first half, got very upset about it. And uh, if anyone's seen at the beginning of the game, they all had these black and white cards that they held up to make out uh, stripes. So they decided they were going to screw them up and throw them at him. So he, obviously, every time he got the ball for a goal kick, took some time to throw these bits of paper out of it and then more bits of paper came in and then the referee blew his whistle and they all cheered thinking yeah here he goes he's gonna get booked and then the referee went to a steward and said can you tell them to stop <laughs> chucking bits of paper at him <laughs> oh it was quite funny i mean if that were us we'd have been 
yeah, raging, but uh, it was quite hilarious on the uh, on the other book. Um, second half, we come out a little bit differently. The manager seemed to suggest we played with a two in the second half. Were we more well, in it in that second half? No, um, <laughs> we, we 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 did change things in the second half, and I thought um, we kind we kind of noticed something, didn't we, Dave? When we were a couple of minutes into the second half, we did kind of notice that we thought we might have a little tiny bit more in the way of attacking intent. We had a chance in like the first five minutes or so. I think we had where Fisher tried to, yeah, but it was, um, it was, it was Olo Abora, I think, put it in from the right, didn't he? And the mm. Fisher in the near post kind of tried to back heely, flick it in. Do you remember yeah. Zola for Chelsea from the free kick? So I've called him Gascoigne <laughs> and now you're saying Alex Fisher is Zola. He's actually Bergkamp, but the, the goal... <laughs> The attempt, sorry, was if you remember, um, a little back heel cheeky flick from Zola. I think it's from direct from a corner, but this wasn't. But that's that similar thing where he lets the ball roll past him, tries to flick his right heel back to it nearly comes off as well. Nearly comes off. But I mean, back then it was then it was just back to defend, keep yourself, keep yourself disciplined and, and stay put. Yeah, I think the other thing that sort of st- stuck out on the radio and sort of the manager said it after was how good we were at defending our own box. I think he said he's, he told them that it was the best, the best team he's seen at defending their own box. And a word who, who sort of stood out for you in that back. No, they end. <laughs> they, they, no, genuinely. I think I, I look, I look at the area slightly differently because it would have been completely against everything Chiori Johnson has ever wanted to do in his defensive career. He wants to bomb forward. Jamie Records, our second top scorer, he wants to bomb forward. Neither of them could. And Jamie Record deserves a moment of praise because he was on the booking quite early and he had to make sure he wasn't diving in, wasn't giving anything away. They started to try and get at him. So I think he and Johnson deserve credit. Owen Bevan, I, I genuinely was worried. I was a bit gutted that we were going to lose Alfie Pond. I'm not at all now. Owen Bevan is the real deal. He is going places. Nothing phased that fella. Huge, great, big lump that they brought on. What was his name? Oh, what was his name? The big number 10. Oh, Castro, I think. De Castro. Yeah, yeah. About four times his like, don't care, get out of my way. Shoved him out of the way. Headed, Max, Hunt, Max Hunt's got a headache for about six weeks. He headed everything, that guy. Morgan Williams, who hasn't played a lot of football, genuinely made a few last-ditch flick clearances that are are of the confidence of someone who has played every minute of every game and been man of the match in every game. Every single one of them had moments in the game where we got a point because of that moment. There is not one of them that comes out of it in any way, shape or form with any question mark over it. They were all fantastic. One of the best defensive displays I think I've ever seen. And Grant Smith as well. Well, I mean, yeah, I imagine Grant Smith gets his own part of this little chat, but um, yeah, those the back five in front of him were, I mean, Dave, you, we, we were chatting out as weren't we about man of the match and we both said three different names in the different order, but they all came from the same five people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, those, that, that back three, like you said, Bevan and, and Hunt just seemed to win everything. And Morgan Williams just had this ability to get bits of his body in mm, the way yeah. of, uh, of balls. And it was like an arm, not an arm, 
a, a leg or a back or a head or a something. He he just seemed to block everything. It was yeah, it was quite impressive. You just you you compared it with that game against Sheffield Wednesday where we were down to nine men back along, whatever it was in this give it days probably wasn't it? Of just felt like the Alamo, um, and we were just chucking things bodies in front of everything. And that was probably better for me. That yeah, that not scanning game it was better than that. And that goes to something because that Sheffield Wednesday game, if anyone remembers, we ended up with a back five that was not a back five. I think Max Aimer and was pretty much the only defender we had on the pitch by the end, and we ended up with like eight players at the back. And this one was a proper defence, defending properly, no haphazardness, just defending astutely, keeping their wits about them, concentrating, not giving an inch bodies on the line stuff and, and you chuck in Andrews and you chuck in Staunton. Staunton was feeling it by the end. Whatever he'd been struggling with this week, he was pretty motionless for the last 10 minutes. So he just stood on the edge of the 18 yard box and just got in the way and must have been darn annoying for the Knox County guys to get anything round. I thought he was um I thought he was really, really good considering he could barely move by the end. Um there was one point he just literally the ball was played across we must be talking 12 yards out. And I think it's Langstaff who's going to have a shot away. And he just kind of collapses to the ground. <laughs> just, just get anything in the way. I'm just, I'm, I can't even stick a leg out. I'm just going to collapse here. And it, it cannons off him and goes out and goes clear. It's just, it was a proper, proper defensive performance. Um, what was your guys' thoughts on Jamie Andrews? The first time you've seen him play, isn't it? Very good on the ball. Yeah, never doesn't doesn't seem to to waste a lot of it, and seems to be quite good at taking it forward as well. In a kind of like a a very tall version of Lawson Diaz, isn't he? But he's got that uh, definitely ability on the ball. I think. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see him in a game where we have more than twenty percent of the possession. <laughs> yeah, I really would because I think I said I think I called him a bit like a crab. He was his, his sole job was just going sideways, was just to go from midfielder to midfielder, block the pass, midfielder to midfielder, block the pass sideways. He barely got a chance to go forward. There were a couple of occasions where I thought a breakaway was on and he's, he's, got, he's got such long legs and he makes such huge strides and he can cover 10, 15 yards in one passage of play, really. So I think, yeah, I, I, I like the look of him and, and I'm... Yeah, I want I want to see him in a game where we have the ball because I think he can be really effective. He also, by the end of it, he was well into it. Like you want him in the in the trenches with you. He was chasing down. He went from left back to right back, just following the ball across, chasing, harrowing, chasing, harrowing. So, yeah, big, big tick in the box. There'll be crabs fuming somewhere listening to this, <laughs> thinking that their sole job is going sideways. <laughs> Can go forwards if they do it sideways. <laughs> yeah. So much more than sideways. Um, do you want to talk about Grant Smith? Obviously, yeah, he didn't make the uh, didn't make the Vanarama national team of the day or whatever. Um, the made stone goalkeeper must have had an absolute blinder. Um, yeah, get your Grant Smith loving out the way, shall we? Uh, just ridiculous. Everything about him, start to finish, how he didn't get booked for time wasting on Levener. He he managed to charm the referee out of not booking him. Um Ben said at the beginning uh, that, that there was a reason that Will Boost was on the bench because when Grant Smith gets two yellows for time wasting and 
probably right. <laughs> he probably could have done. Um, from the third minute, he makes a brilliant save with his legs. I haven't seen any highlights yet. I'm not sure if anyone's put any highlights out yet. But in about the third minute, he makes a ridiculous save with his legs. It's like it's almost like it nutmegs him, and he claws the ball back from behind his own legs. It's ridiculous. Um, he makes easy saves look easy. He makes difficult saves look easy. He plucked one out of the top corner quite late on in the first half. In the second half, he came and got everything he needed to go and get. He's just, he's just the best keeper in the league by by a distance at this point. And I, I said in my conclusions, like it's time to start thinking about his contractual status and because he's he's worth some money now. He's worth some money. He's he's an asset to us. We need to make sure that's secure. I've just I've just watched that that that, that save that um, first save that you uh, from Macaulay Langstaff, and he does he kind of like sits on the ball and like claws it out behind him. But then there's a couple of uh, others where he, there's one where he just like tips it over the bar. Mm. And um, then there's another one that's a bit more of a flying save in the first half, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. But um, he was so well positioned that I think there was one shot in the second half where he was a little bit scrambling. It was a bit of a pot shot from distance, and he was scrambling a little bit. But he was so well positioned that nothing seemed to trouble him. Long shots, close in shots, nothing, nothing posed a threat to him. That he made everything look so easy. Do you think that was partly down to? How good the defence were in front of him as well. Were these chances there were there clear cut chances or were they sort of half chances? Uh, no, they're fairly clear cut. They they did break through the ball a couple of times. That first one in the third minute, possibly the the second best chance they had. The best chance they had was in the ninetieth minute, pretty yeah. much. Uh, I think it's Langstaff who somehow misses a header from under Ch- the crossbar. Chickson, it was that oh, wing, was it the winger that they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came flying in. Um. So yeah. Um. But every time they got within seeing the whites of his eyes, he was on top of them. He was just, yeah. In yeah. your conclusions, you said how Notts County were brilliant. Oh, so One good. of the best teams you've seen. Tell us, yeah, tell us a little bit about, you know, what they showed, what was different from them, say, than, you know, Wrexham or Chesterfield. I don't, I don't think they played a pass over 20 yards all yeah. game. Just constantly just, just probing, weren't they? Just uh, knocking about. And you said at the game that they, they never looked worried about no. that, that that it wasn't going to happen for them. Obviously, it didn't in the end. But but they just carried on yeah. doing what they what they were. And they about. they just they saw passes that that no one else did. Like I didn't see passes. They were threading the ball through two lines of of Yeovil players and finding the sort of bylines. And it was the wingers that coming round. Rodriguez was one of them. They'll they'll score plenty of goals this season. I mean, I haven't seen every team this season, but if there's a better team in this division than them, I, I'm I haven't seen it yet. They just they're so calm, they're so collected, and it wasn't until the frustration didn't kick in until sort of eighty minutes when they realised actually they they didn't really have a plan B maybe. But when plan A is that good and has worked for as long as it has, you don't really need one an awful lot. So. Just the way they kept the ball moving, it was crisp, it was easy. They were on the right wing one minute, one minute left wing the next minute, which makes the defensive performance so much better because it's so impossible to be just switched on all the time with no respite. Every time the ball was hoofed clear, we didn't even close the keeper down half the time. Just let him have it. And then it was passed out to the back line, passed out to their keeper, or passed out to their skipper, and then just work through the midfield into the wider areas. Can we get a ball in? Can we kind of sort of get through the middle? 
I, they just had everything. They had absolutely everything except a goal. Can I just say, looking at these uh, Grant Smith saves, yeah, some of these are pretty. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it is at the end of the um, end of the first half, but bangs it from the edge of the box, and uh, yeah, he 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 turns one away, and then Morgan Williams is there to tidy it up. It's yeah, pretty. It's that stuff. I mentioned it in my. I mentioned it in the conclusions on him. In the past, we've had goalkeepers, and, and Adam Smith wasn't great. For, was wasn't great for this, but he made a good save. But the ball bounced back to where it came from, and mm-hmm. anyone can snaffle it up. With him, with Grant, it the ball goes away. <laughs> it goes out. It goes out for a throw in, out for a corner, and they can realign. They can reset. It must give you such confidence when that's behind you. Really, really must. I think. I think that. Grant Smith, I think, has obviously dramatically improved this season because he had real moments last season. You know, the one at Boreham Wood where he drops it onto a defender's header against Dover at home where he puts it into the, his own goal at Dagenham where he kicks it straight to McCallum. He had real moments where you thought, Oof. but he's sort of getting better. And I think, you know, that's one of the things they say about goalkeepers that they get better as they get older, don't they? But um, I think that just shows a real mark of improvement as to where he was last season compared to this. Yeah, I, I'm i going to be awful here because I can't reference the the source, but I, I seem to remember listening to him on a podcast. Maybe it was um, Harry Purdy's, the Grassroots Guy podcast, actually, where he said he wasn't enjoying his football. Last season, he wasn't enjoying it. There was stuff going on, everything from behind the scenes. It just meant he wasn't enjoying his football. Yeah. And he clearly is enjoying his football this season. I think he's kept six clean sheets, is it? Could be. It's got to be about that, isn't it? Yeah. Notts County, Maidenhead, Solihull. And, you know, you look at the, the you know, he's got a different coach with him. Yeah. Than he did the season before, who mm-hmm. mysteriously disappeared after the older shot game um, in last season. I think it was older shot, wasn't it? Yeah, um, they could try it again. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, and yeah, no, Chris Hargreaves brought brought him in, I think. Um, so yeah, well Brilliant. done. Brilliant. And it is it is six it is six clean sheets now, and I haven't done the maths. If someone can want to bothered to do out the math if there's a side in the bottom half that have kept six clean sheets this season they'll have done very very well but yeah grant smith best keeper in the league let's get him signed on because i think he's worth a few quid just watch the oval highlights and they don't show that chicks and chance at the end well why would you no yeah exactly <laughs> it's only the best chance of the entire game but nah, yeah watch it on the knots county one instead okay yeah after the match, um, Mark Cooper sort of <laughs> said he wasn't going to apologise for the way they played. And I don't know, it felt like everyone was quite... I, ca- I can't remember anyone being so happy to draw nil-nil with a team. <laughs> we said, we um, were listening to it in the car on the way back and uh, saying, don't want you to apologise, mate. <laughs> You've got nothing to apologise for. He's, he's absolutely spot on in what he said. is that we're not ready to go toe-to-toe with a team that can play football as well as not scouting. If we did, we'd have been on the back of a bit of a hiding. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if 
if we were in Notts County shoes, we'd be talking about anti-football and all the things that Notts County fans were calling us. But that's life, isn't it? And do you know what? I think the thing that I took from his, one of the lines he said was um, how he said they had to leave their egos at the door at the start of training this week, but that they were going to defend really well and play counter-attack, which is not really my forte. Um, which to me shows the sign of like a manager, obviously he knows what he's doing and he's clearly a, a really experienced football manager, but knowing that he had to get a result and needed to shut up shop, he went away from his like instincts to try and play football just to get something. Yeah. Against if I don't want this to become a, just to have a go fest, but if, if that was under Hargreaves, we'd have had a go. We might have had a 10-minute spell, but we'd lost 4-1 quite easily. And we'd have been all feeling terrible about it. We'd come out of that with a point that, no, we probably didn't deserve because they're the better team by a mile. But we've come out with a point and we can build on that. And like, and I, I agree with you when you said about that, this isn't my forte thing. It was an acceptance of, this isn't how we're going to do it, guys. But can we do it for this one game? And then we'll have a go at Halifax and then we'll have a go at Scunthorpe and whatever else comes next. But let's just get through this one and see where we sit. And he did. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah. If the if the name of the game is pick up points away and win your home games, then yeah, I know we didn't win the maidenhead game under Cooper, did we? But and we obviously lost at Woking under him as well, but picked up a point at Maidstone, although it should have been three. Picked up a, a point uh, yesterday on Saturday and then picked up a win against Skateshead. So, yeah, like you say, on to Halifax now. Yeah, and I think when you look of those games, obviously other than Notts County, Woking uh, team yeah, on form who look like beating whatever's, whatever is in front of them at the moment. So, yeah. But again, they never smashed us. No. Made Ned uh, probably should have beaten uh, Maidstone, we definitely should have beaten. Um, but yeah, business not getting not getting turned over. And I know you're losing 2 0 to Older Shot and Oldham, who are both yeah, not pretty average sides as well. Then um yeah, we again against Notts County, as Ben says, under under Chris Argreaves, I think that would have been a bit of a a a, a, a hiding, a hounding, a pounding. <laughs> A hiding, a hiding, a hounding, and a pounding. A hiding, a hounding, a pounding. Yeah. Um, I thought it was nice to hear from Max Hunt after the game as well. Um, given the start of the season he had, falling out favour, and then has come back in and been brilliant, like as good as you know we always thought he could be. Um, I thought what he said about when they were down, when the group were down, how they kept together. Um was quite an interesting tidbit because I think when you looked at some of those performances, there could have easily been finger pointing and, you know, you've seen teams crumbling um, in those situations. Um, And I think, yeah, it just goes to show actually how strong that group was that maybe we didn't think they were as strong as last season's group because they hadn't been through the same things. And yeah, I think that togetherness now has really sort of, been good for Mark Cooper coming in to be able to build them up and lift them. 
at the risk of sounding like Ben Barrett before I let Ben Barrett come in um, you heard Matt Worthington talk before the game about and he picked out particularly uh, Josh Thornton didn't he of uh, saying about how he had been so important for bringing those players together and making sure that that spirit uh, was there so yeah I think it's all of them obviously but yeah you gotta single out the captain for being yeah he is most important player since Terry Skiverton. So, yeah. called it, didn't I? Name me another. Name me another. <laughs> called it. I called it. I'm honest with you. When you, I completely lost my train of thought. I just, I was, I was going to make a really interesting point then, but you started a Josh Taunton loving, and I just, I gone glazed over. Uh, uh, yeah. Now, now you just got like little birds flying. Yeah. Right no idea. Yeah. No idea what point I was going to make. What was the question? Sorry. Max. Who did, who did we play again? Oh yeah, Max. Um, what was I going to say about Max? I have no idea. Please he's don't. very tall and he headed lots of balls away. He did. I hope he's got some uh, headache painkillers today because he will have earned them. Yeah. What One person that I'd give a little bit of a shout out to was uh, Malachi Linton, who when mm. he came on did, uh, and again, if you watch the watch the highlights, chased down. Uh, it was very unlucky, actually. Yeah, with, it's never uh, a foul. One opportunity where, yeah, he goes barreling forward and um, uh, goes in for a ball with a not scouty defender who goes over very easily. Um, and then he sees through. There's another the defender and the keeper there, obviously. Um, but yeah, he, he would have had a, a, a clear shot on goal then. And uh, I think it was his dad was sat just to the right of us. And his dad went absolutely apoplectic about it. It was like ranting and raving. But to be fair, we were all, we were all with him there. Never a foul. But yeah, he's... Um, talk about the reaction when he came on against Gateshead. Obviously, we had far fewer chances um, yesterday than we did against Gateshead. But I think he, he came on again and, and showed himself to be... Yeah, showed a bit of what he's what he's got about him, and given that he started all right, didn't he? So I yeah, got that goal against Wrexham, and then the other one um, altering him, and you thought, oh yeah, there could be something about him. And then he really tailed off when things got off under under Hargreaves. But now he seems to have a little bit of spark back in him again, and I don't know whether you know next weekend might be an opportunity to try him from the off, but. Yeah, he, he certainly impressed me when he ke- when he came on. In a in a in a packed out attacking department now, of course, we've got options up front. He's fighting for everything. Previously, I mean, Jimmy Torrey was sat in the stands with the fans. Mm-hmm. Will uh, Will Dawes was with the team, but was in trackies, wasn't there? You know, the players that weren't involved, you and Clark, Scrimshaw. Yeah, Scrimshaw. Forgot, jeez, yeah, I forgot him. Um, yeah. Do you think we sacrificed Clark for? Views because of the whole loan situation. Possibly, possibly, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, Grant Smith always seems injured, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but whether or not there was any concerns and views being on the bench was there, possibly, yeah. There, I mean, there are there were other members of the squad there. So if he wanted to go with five outfielders, he could. He could have put Doors on the bench, or he could have put Jimmy Torrey, but decided not to. He didn't have anything defensively minded. Dave and I were talking as the second half wore on about Josh Norton's feeling this. He's really starting to feel it. You could see him really labouring through. There was a couple of times he picked the ball up, massive gap in front of him because everyone's in attack and he just couldn't go. He just couldn't move. So he had to just hoof it clear or he got sort of the ball nicked away from him. And we were sat there thinking, how on earth are you going to take him off? Who are you going to replace him with? 
And we were Diaz, running that. Was it, wasn't it? It was Diaz or nothing, really, in that position. I even muted the idea of putting Alex Fisher in there because he was as defensive as, as anybody else anyway. So take Staunton off, put Britain up top, and just take Alex Fisher on the edge of the 18 yard box, hooking everything clear. And, you know, they, we, we needed, if we'd have had a like for like replacement, I think we might have used it on Staunton there. So maybe that's the area we just need a little bit of something in now just to be a little bit more of a backup to be able to have that freedom to do that. Yeah. Can I say for Alex Fisher, for a man of his size, he's not slow, is he? He can move, can't he? Yeah. There were a couple of occasions where a ball was played over the top. And uh, I mean, I don't know, they're not scouty defenders, whether they're particularly rapid or not, but he was, yeah, he was moving a bit for a, a man of his size, I thought, but yeah. Agreed. I play the fish. Yeah. Good fish. swimmer. Was there anything else you two wanted to talk about from yesterday before we go into questions? I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I think we covered it all. Very good point. A very, very good point. Mm, very. There, okay. won't be many, there won't be many teams to come out of Meadow Lane with a clean sheet. 520 days since the last uh, team lasted at Meadow Lane. They will score plenty of goals this season. Well... Well done, Mark Cooper's gloves. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Hugh asks, other really impressive defensive displays on the road for a nil-nil against clearly superior divisional opposition. Can you think of a couple? What nil-nils live in your memory? Iperk is excused from this question because he doesn't like travelling beyond Somerset borders. Oh. I watched us draw nil-nil with Woking after Warren Patmore moved there. That was no. not a superior divisional opposition, but I've got a nil-nil under my belt. Nil-nil under belt. <laughs> An away remember, game. <laughs> remember one in the championship season towards the end at Blackburn, where oh. we, drew, we drew nil-nil there, didn't we? That and was that was, turgid, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a, that was a proper attritional one um, that, we, yeah. that we did there. There is a, there is a picture of us um, at the away end there, and I, I think Ben and I have just Boasted there with our, our hands and our chins, like um, yeah, that one was. I remember, I remember a fair few nearly nil nils. I remember, <laughs> I remember one at, I remember one I think at Leeds. Count as nil nils today. I remember one at Leeds, nil nil for ninety five minutes, and De Vries, I think scores last minute. I imagine it's probably scarred in your memory more. Than yeah, it is. Yeah. But I remember that being a really solid defensive display. Paul Warren up front on his own, just covering every every inch of grass and everyone else behind him, hoiking everything clear. I've used the word hoik a lot. Um, that one sticks out, but obviously it doesn't actually count for the thing as a nil-nil. Because <laughs> it's not a nil-nil. It's not a nil-nil. We actually end up losing. Gosh, I don't, I don't know. Go on, Hugh. You'll have to tell us what yours yeah. are. I want to know what yours are. Yeah, nil-nils. Do they particularly stick out? Like in a couple of seasons' time, will this one stick out, do you think? Yeah, this is different. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, I genuinely think we'll be talk, talking about this nil-nil for a while. Yeah. <laughs> We've already talked about it for quite a while, haven't we? We have. Yeah, uh, yeah. Forty minutes or so. Uh, Robin Bachelor, how many goals can we expect Fisher to score over the course of the season? It seems he's been Mark Cooper's first choice in every game so far. All of the goals. What's he got so far? Four. Four. Yeah. Top score, isn't he? I mean, he doesn't usually score more than four, does he, in a season? You look at his record, he's like a sort of five, six, seven a season kind of guy, isn't he? But he's already... Um, well, good to get like, double figures, wouldn't he? Yeah, would, yeah. From this point being on four, and like he is, you know, 
he could have been on five if he put that penalty in. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I reckon I reckon if he could get double figures, that would be good. Had a use if managed it, didn't he? Although he no. claimed a couple, he claimed a couple that weren't his. I thought he got ten last no, season. No, he didn't get ten. Didn't no he? No chance. No, God no. Okay. Ben's saying that very strongly, but you know, there's no way he, there's no way he got to ten. You cannot include the Somerset Premier Cup. Dave's going to Google it. He's going to make sure. I'm trying to find out the nil-nils. Here's a question from Mike Watts. With the squad looking a lot more settled, do you think there will be more coming in or leaving the club? Or do we think that will be it for a while? Also, who do you want us to draw in the FA trophy? Oh, yeah. Bar City away. I was. Almost certainly going to get Taunton. Are they still in it? Don't know if they're it. But yes, I imagine we'll get... Yeah. Is it reasonised? It's reasonised. Surely it's reasonised. I think it's reasonised at this this day. Got to it? be, isn't it? Um, well, no, no, yeah, uh, we played Woking in the trophy, didn't they? When you played, when you went here, when I played, <laughs> when you played, when when yeah, when you Jaheim went, had Jaheim Headley, yeah, no, so, Headley's yeah, only game, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, what yeah. round is it? Is it third round or fourth round? We're going into third, I think. FA Trophy third round draw. Mm. And you're right, Adi Yusuf got eight, if you don't count the Somerset Premier Cup. It's not the third round draw, Ben. Is it not? Second round? Fourth round? I think it's fourth. Okay. All right, yeah. And so what was the first part of the question? Who do, uh, hang on, I've, I've gone off Googling. Uh, do you think there will be more coming in oh. or leaving? Well, I reckon. I was going to say, I think we might have um, a couple departing. I think we are, we are thumb twiddling on a couple of our attacking options. Not necessarily saying permanently, but um, yeah, I think we probably need to have Jimmy Torres on a on a short term deal, wasn't he? You could maybe see him going if he doesn't appear. Is it short term? I'm not sure when he season? signed, it was only a short-term deal. So maybe to Christmas or something. Um, and you'd imagine, well, I'd imagine Scrimshaw's got to go out on loan somewhere if he's not playing at all. And you'd imagine with Will Dawes as well, he's got to go out somewhere on, on, on loan. Um, yeah, in terms of, I'd, I'd imagine he'd keep Holbert. Um, yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see Holbert go on loan somewhere and get some... Um, yeah. and get some gains and some goals. I really would. Because I thought, like, in that absolute horror show at Oldham, he at least had a bit of a go. And yeah. I think he's worth holding on to and, and exploring a bit more than that. So, yeah. There you go. And he, then that leaves you with what? Linton, Fisher, Olawabore, Giorgio. I know they're not strikers per se, but... And who else? That's it, isn't it? Yeah. You say Wakefield? Well, yeah, I guess depends on his injury, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah, I think those names are the ones that I would be considering. Yeah, those players that that aren't um, aren't particularly playing. Yeah. Uh, and who do we want in the FA Trophy? Taunton. You said I Ben. I just don't know if it's still in it. I'm trying to find uh, out. Yeah, it's the FA Trophy third round proper, but there's I, nothing online. 
I've said Bath. Yeah. At I want to return the favour against Doc Cotton's Needham Market. <laughs> Doc Cotton's Needham Market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they still in it? I got no idea. Oh, okay. Fucking be... The website doesn't mention anything for Torre on length of contract. No, I thought yeah, I thought it said short term contract. Callum Rowe was a short term contract. He was he was clearly some sort of rolling deal. Mm. But I don't know about Jimmy Torre. Okay. Anyway, Glove actually asks, who do you fancy to win the World Cup? Um, Someone replied, not Qatar, didn't they? So, yeah. yeah. I've got Argentina. Brazil. I would like well, I would like England to win it. Uh, but I think it'll be I think Argentina. I would also like kind of like Argentina to win it and Messi just win a World Cup and complete the set, really. We're having this discussion on the drive back and, and maybe this shows my ignorance of uh, South American football, but other than Messi, I don't know who Argentina have got. You mentioned a lad who played for who was it, Ben? Someone in Spain. They've got a few in Spain. I think they've got yeah. quite a decent squad, Dave. They haven't lost for a long time either. No? no. They, won, that's... they won the Copa America. Yeah, they're the only team to have beaten Brazil recently. So basically that was enough for me. Okay. Uh, Emi Martinez in goal. Uh, where's their squad? Here you go, Dave. Let's just... I don't, uh, I don't look at their team and think... Messi, oh, yeah. Dybala, Lissandro Martinez, Angel Di Maria, Lautaro Martinez, uh, Christian Romero. See, I look at that. Di Maria, Diabala, and Messi. I mean, I could be proven completely wrong here, but they do all sound in the past category, don't they? They don't well, sound like bright up-and-coming things. I don't think there's anyone in that, that team that you would say, oh, yeah, they are standout, world-class. Messi, obviously, for, for what he's done as opposed to what he is now. But then there are not too many players in the world that you would say that. I think the like absolute standout player era has maybe yeah. gone a little bit. Okay, it's yeah. not Ronaldo, oh. Messi. Like it's not these two against each other, is it? I thought you were talking about R nine for a second there. No, no, unfortunately not on that occasion. I watched that documentary. You recommend it? It's very good. Top draw, a top draw documentary. I figured yeah. out who I want in the FA Trophy. Okay. Can I have Plymouth Parkway, please? <laughs> Toby Stevens can play, can't he? Uh, well, he was on the bench right, and was an unused sub. So if we were to recall him, he could still play for us. Have if they not played to... a game already in the trophy? Possibly. Parkway? And did he play in that? Yes. So he can't play them? No. All right. That was a... When I, when I hear you on it. <laughs> Big time. Life comes at you fast. Yeah. Uh, Dexter Tyson asks, if you could sing a duet with any artist, who would it be and what song would you sing? What's the story, Oliver Bory with uh, Liam Gallagher? Yeah. <laughs> but in the Balamori, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um. I've no idea. I don't know many duets. Can't think of many duets. Don't go breaking my heart with Elton John. 
<laughs> Only if I could wear the big glasses. <laughs> um, I'm really struggling here. No. Uh, what about um, uh, I'd be the opera singer in Barcelona with uh, Freddie Mercury. Barcelona, the beautiful <laughs> rising. I do that. I've just, I've just googled famous duet songs. Yeah, and, and I've Fish got and Mal. Uh, yeah. And Fisher Mal, I've got the um, the Robbie Williams and Nicole Kidman version of when you go and say it something <laughs> like "I love you." Just, just so, so you can get close with Nicole Kidman. And uh, looking at the picture, she clearly doesn't wear an awful lot during the uh, <laughs> music video. So let's go with that. I'll take Robbie's position for "Say Something Stupid Like I Love You" with Nicole Kidman. Please, thank you very much. What Foo Fighters uh, song are you doing here? <laughs> I've I've picked my song. All right, what do you say? What's the story? Oh yeah, Balamori with, uh... <laughs> with Liam Gallagher. Yeah, and, uh, the, cast, and the cast of Balamori. Yeah. <laughs> Clevo asks, "How satisfying is it to see opposition fans so salty when they fail to beat and score against us on a scale of one to seven? Pretty good. Seven? Yeah, it's not far off. Ben read out a. Uh... <laughs> what was that message you I'm, had? I'm not repeating it. Yeah, oh, I'm going to say press the button. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was... I, I don't like this league. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the referees. Yeah. They can all just, yes. Flip off. Flippity yeah. flip. <laughs> That's very that short. From a, a Notts County supporter. Yeah, yeah. To, to, the Notts County, to the Notts County account. I yeah. don't like this league, with other words. I don't like <laughs> the referees, with other words. It's flip. Flip off. <laughs> Began with F and finished with F. <laughs> but yeah. We both, you read that one out and I went, yeah, I can go along with that. Yeah. yeah, they were all very salty. And then I got back into work today and at least two of the office accumulators were scuppered. Sorry, go. lads. Sorry, lads. Mark Cooper's scupping glovers. How many different chances did Mark Cooper have, by oh. the way? Yeah, they were doing the uh, 10 days of, 12 days of Cooper, we had, weren't they? We had, weren't yeah. They? 12 yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Five Mark Cooper's. And he yeah. got the um, uh, DJ Otzi. Ooh, ah, I want to know. We got yeah. that one. Yeah. And then he yeah, got Mark it. Cooper's Green and White Army. Um, yeah. That's three Mark Cooper based chants. Man's yeah. popular. He's quickly, he's quickly turned around the misogynist label, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Flip that on his head very quickly. Hugh <laughs> uh, Hugh has another. Oh, go on, Dave. Sorry. I was just going to say, he came over at the end um, and he, he kind of like just, just clapped vigorously and then he was off. And he was like, yeah, I'm not doing any uh, standing there clapping and singing or whatever. Come on, we've drawn. He doesn't He doesn't soak it up like Darren no. Sowell used to. He doesn't play up to it. And I don't hate that. Mm. I uh, don't. I'm not a fan. Play up to it. Enjoy it. Yeah, but if we were top of the league, if we were running, yeah. you know, if we were at the top of the league winning week after week, then I get it. But I think when, you know, I think he obviously still is like he's, still feels like he's got a massive job to do to get us into a position where that we should be in. Um, to be fair, when Darren Sell started that, he was in that. Mm. When they were, that was in 2019 when we were winning a lot of games and we were yeah. up there. Yeah. Uh, and Hugh Issue asks, what did you do to celebrate the anniversary of Darren Way's contract extension day, the 20th of November 2018? I watched a team that was even worse than Darren Wade's Oval Town. Come on down, Qatar. 
Yeah, they're yeah. pretty bad. Unless anyone from the Qatari high office is listening, in which case, unlucky guys. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You tried. You tried yeah. your best. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, streets of Doha will be commiserating. Oh. <laughs> Drowning their sorrows or yeah. not. Um, I've celebrated it by having a stinking cold, as you can probably tell from listening. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of a miserable weekend in the house. Everyone's ill. Aww. Would have been nice to have been in Notts County, but never mind. You're not allowed outside of Somerset, apparently. No, no, I don't. I don't know if Hugh's imposing that on me or it is self-imposed. Self-imposed. I do go to I, I do go to Devon and Cornwall. It's just the other way, really. Yeah. North. You can't. Well, yeah. you did go to Northern Ireland, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Via Bristol, though, so out of Bristol, yeah, on a plane, yeah, stuck the old <laughs> cotton buds up the nose when yeah. you were there. So, plug them up, can't go higher than Bristol, no, can't go higher than Bristol. Words to live your life by. <laughs> we failed on that one, Ben. I think, yeah, considerably, so, yeah, <laughs> king in the north. Um, right, I think that's it. Unless there's any questions on Facebook, did you put them on Facebook, Dave? I did put them on Facebook, and if I can just talk very slowly, I tell you what I, I did see on Facebook on. that I need to apologise for. Somebody posted a very helpful article um, for me to learn about the correct use of the word "there." <laughs> I must have, um, I must have put a couple of erroneous "theirs" into my conclusions. Um, in my defence, I'm a, I'm a speaker, not a writer. I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I am. It was very early on. It was it was wee hours of Sunday morning on my way to work when I scribbled and scrawled on the bus on the way to work. So apologies to anyone who was offended by my erroneous yeah. theirs. <laughs> there, yeah, there, there, T H E R E are no questions on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Ben practicing his theirs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Can your son te- teach them to you? Almost certainly better than me. <laughs> Almost certainly better than me. I, I, te- I tell you what, I met Ben's son on, on, on Saturday and I have never learned so much about Madagascar and the African continent in such a short space of time. How much of it do you remember, Dave? How many countries are there in Africa? I want to say 54. Oh, it's good. How many major rivers are there in Africa? Mm, 18. No. Eight. Seven. No. <laughs> no, you're just guessing now. It's four. And how many uh, countries do those four rivers pass through? I don't know. I remember his favourite one is Madagascar. His favourite country is Madagascar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is his favourite film Madagascar as well? It does help. Yeah. (laughs) It does help proceedings. Yes. He's got a song and he's got to learn a song. with. I like to move it, move it. Not that song. Oh, okay. He's He's got to learn a song with all 54 countries in. It's quite an effort in alphabetical order. Wow. Yeah. The saddest part of that whole conversation, though, was when Ben asked him, who's your favourite football team? It was, it was, I, I heard Ben's let's heart not, break. Let's not, let's not end the podcast like this. No. Let's not, let's not go out this way. We'll keep that one under embargo. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. You'll be able to read it in the, in the, in the minutes in 72 hours. <laughs> if you know, right. you know. Cheers, lads. See Cheers, you later. Guys. Alligators. Halifax on Saturday. Let's go. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. It's 
Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trump. Goal. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.